The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash penhighway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y. And mention I sent you. All right. The Pirates have hired the Pirates. Gee, I wonder why I'm talking about the Pirates. If hmm. I said about Jeff Locke. You draw you 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 subliminally drop that in. Okay. The Penguins have hired ex Maple Leafs GM Kyle Dubas as president of hockey operations, the team announced Thursday. I'm thrilled. I think what, are, what are your move. thoughts? No, I think it's a good move. I like what he did to a degree. I like what he did in Toronto. I think I think at the end of the day you can put a lot of talent together it's just how they end up they meshed well like the whole year they did really well it ends up that i don't know if there's a mental block in toronto i don't know if it's the coaching or what but they just fall apart and that's it is what it is okay okay you i i know you're not familiar with uh football but basically toronto maple leafs and the dallas cowboys are basically the same exact thing Okay. I know, and I know. I'm just saying that this is the no. I've all, I've said that for a long you time. Know. They're so overhyped, and everybody talks about, oh my goodness, what are they going to do? They're so good, and then they they crap out in the playoffs. Uh, it's it's Toronto. Toronto is a. It, it's just an overhyped. It's 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 like it's like New York and baseball. It's like everybody like like, oh, like yeah. they fix it on every little thing, and. Uh, apparently the media really sucks there, and they're just they're just terrible. But well, it's just. The- isn't the media the reason Phil Kessel got out of there? They how oh, hell got yeah. He got out. Um, I mean, to be fair, a lot of Cowboy fans are kind of like, well, we know we're going to lose. It's on. At least um, the realistic ones, such as myself. Um, Toronto, I see a lot of them. Those fans just don't get it. I think that they just are just swept up in it. And I think, I, I mean, I can understand being, you know, a, a Penguins fan and you see it. These people were still swept up in the team this year, even though I think me and you were calling it back in January. Like, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. They're not meshing. They'll have their points. In the beginning, it was it was wonderful. What, six in a row, six uh, goal games and everything. And then it's like something switched. And it was very, very mediocre. Um, but I think, I think Toronto is starting to wake up, even though you had such a great team. You still couldn't make it past round two, and they should have. They it's should have. Not, it's not Kyle Dubas' fault that the players sucked in the playoffs. No. You get and- you get the players. That's all you could do. You know, it's not it's not his fault that Marner and Tavares and, and Matthews just sucked mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Maybe do better, guys. Um, yeah, you can you know, he uses the the sort of statistical data to put this team together and on paper that's great i think there is there a fine line between how much analysis with a computer and and data you can do and how much is because he's relatively young you he's look only at some 37 of these, he's old man never mind um <laughs> uh if you look at some of the older gms who still are like boots on the ground looking at them and scouts that are actually looking i think that you can look at somebody and say well look at some of the people that we got brassard 
look, he looked real good on paper. Derek, who when, was trash. When when the the Penguins got Derek Broussard, everybody already put together the Stanley Cup parade. We got yeah. this. Oh my God, we got this awesome player. And, and look what happened. Like everything. Like, like you know, people say, oh, well, what a terrible move by Rutherford. Like at the time, everybody was building a statue of the guy. And the thing was, is I have to laugh because at the same time when we got Phil Kessel, I worked at a, a nursing home and one of the guys looked at me and said, he's trash. He's trash. Now, this guy was a Blackhawks fan, first off. So what take that to however you want to take that. But he's looking at me saying that was the worst. That guy's terrible. He's fat. He's slow. And I want to tell you, so you can you listen. Somebody weighed as much as he did, calling this dude fat and slow. And he was like, <laughs> well, he was an expert. Years old. Yeah, he was an expert. So um, I go, well, hey, man, you know what? He looked really good. I, I can't wait to see what happens. I'm excited. I'm pumped. And then that year they won the cup. He stopped coming around because he used to be like hound me. The, the Blackhawks were out like round uh... one. And then I never had to see his face. And I was just like, hmm, how about them penguins? Ah, condition can't take it. Um, Yeah, yeah. The the whole analytics thing, you know, that's the debate. It's like, you know, do you, you know, because there are people that uh, apparently Dubas is like, he likes analytics, but it's not like the most important thing ever. Mm -hmm. And then you got these crusty old dudes. It's like, you know, screw math. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I like the cut of his jib. I I like him. So, I mean, there has to be Jeff Carter. (laughs) It's right. That's like, well, Jeff Carter was Ron Hextall's drinking buddy. That's why, you know, Jeff Carter is on the Mount Rushmore of hockey. Remember, like, he's so great. He's so great. Um, I liked that he was supposed to replace Malkin on the second line as a second line center. That's that was the original plan. Who got more penalty minutes, though, him or Malkin? (laughs) I mean, oh, Malkin. Well, Um, let's let's talk about Malkin because, okay, so now we figure what is going to happen? What is go- what what is this guy going to do? And the reason why I love Duba so much is because he's from he's he's not like they're there he, he's a, he's an outside hire. Um they're talking about that Jason Botterill or whatever. It's like the dude's been here. He knows what's we need somebody from the outside to say, what the heck's going on here? Like get get rid of everybody or or at least get rid of some people or, or change something. That was the biggest frustration from last year and in the past few years is nothing has changed because everybody's all buddies with each other. It's like a country club. It there is an old boy system. And you know, I don't want to get wrapped up in Dubis because. I, I want to see what he does. I'm giving him a fair shake, but he is the biggest name of this offseason coaching, you know, management wise. And I think they pulled them in hoping one, he fixes stuff. That would be wonderful. But two, you got someone like that that's going to keep the Penguins' name in everyone's mouth. Because after that season, you could see you didn't have sellouts, you didn't have a full sellout year. You know, and that hasn't happened since what, 2004, 2003. Yeah. And I feel like this is a way to not only sort of try to, I don't want to say rebuild, I want to say fix because uh, we're not at that point yet. Try to do that and keep sort of um, attention on the Penguins and sort of keep hope alive. Because look at that team. 
look at that defense. And you know what? I hope there's going to be some rough, hopefully, some rough cuttings, rough uh, trades that will get rid of people, players that people like. I think it should have been done last year, but you got to keep people together you know, well, to make everything here's the thing. Uh, it's it's just funny, and and I don't know if you're thinking the same person I'm thinking of. And I'm thinking of Jake Gensel. Maybe he's going to be gone. I hope not. I, I hope, hope not, not either. But I, I I mean, I feel like he he was kicking so much ass. Like he was racking up the points. He was doing really well. I think if anything, I mean. Unfortunately, we've signed people who are going. We're going to be stuck with. Um, well, yeah, there are there are there are so many there are so many players on with no trade clauses in this mm-hmm. crap. So there's he's it's kind of limited in what he could do. Um, and shitty players with shitty contracts that no one's going to pick up at this point. You're going to have to. You might have to buy people out. Uh, Even um, those options are limited. But um, yeah. I actually I actually have. I actually put them into groups. Okay. So, so the first group is the big three. Nothing's going to happen with Crosby, Malkin, and Latang. Yeah. uh, That should have. There should have happened. Didn't. Yes. Nothing. And and I don't, and and, and they played all right. And they, they still could play all right. But it's just my, my, my problem is with that mentality, especially with Malkin and Latang. It's like, oh, we have a turnover who cares because i might get a goal oh who cares if i you know cause cause three penalties and and uh we're, we're on the penalty kill all the time but hey it's gino yay like you know that, i it's that mentality i hate the 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 problem gino takes some stupid penalties they're good penalties to take and but yeah. there are some a lot of dumb ones and he can't keep his anger under control and listen trust me i as somebody who has very red hair understand the problem I, you know, he, he is bad. He's that's bad. I feel like, and I like Latang. I don't hate Latang. Latang is also one bad hit, a boarding, a stroke away from having to be done, I, which is terrible. He's like 36 and that's horrific, but it's also a gamble. And you can see he's getting a little slower, but I I have to say this every time I put it to the universe and I get mad at him, he'll score a goal or he'll make a great play. So I just always stay angry at him. So hopefully he just turns it. There you go. Um, Yeah. I mean, yeah, the the health issue is, I mean, well, I was going to say he can't possibly have a a worse year than last year when he had a stroke and, and a, you know, a family tragedy, but you never know it could get worse. But my, my problem with Latang is, He'll just, he is a defenseman that sometimes decides not to play defense. And it's like, oh, I'll pinch in at the worst possible time. And like when he was young and it caused a, like a two and one or a three and one or something like that, he's fast enough to come back. And I don't know if he's fast enough to come back anymore. So I just wish he would make smarter decisions. Especially at this age and this many years in the game, there are times you jump up and become offense and there's time to stick back. And he should know at this this point in time yeah okay so the 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 second group i have is these are players that either have a no move clause or a no trade clause whatever the heck that means this is jake Gensel, brian rust raquel jeff carter and petrie 
you can't trade them even if you wanted to or if if you did i think they have like a list of teams that they would want to go to or something i think what happens is is like they give you a list that you ask them they'll give you a list of teams that they would work with or consider and then you have to go try to make a deal through that and honestly i wonder how much of that is like hey if we give you like a lot of giant eagle gift cards or something like that you mean you mean you want to wave your no trade clause or something Listen, like, I, a many brother sandwich a giant eagle gift card will you go to the coyotes yes <laughs> like, yeah. um out of that honestly i think rust has still been doing good still can pretty consistent and i old. think Getzel has been good as old as who gino as old That's as true chris letang <laughs> like I mean, at the end of the day, I see more kind of heart out of them than I do with the ones who, you know, they're not, we know they're not leaving. I do love Getzel. I can't, I'd hate to see him go. I think he has learned a lot under Crosby. I think he does very well. And I would love to see how at least he starts this next year. He did really good in the beginning of the year, as everybody in that team did. But Carter, oh God, and Petrie. I would probably so like. Carter. Not only can you not trade him, he has this. Um, I don't know how the buyout thing works, but if you're mm-hmm. over 35, they're not even allowed to buy you out. So they are absolutely stuck with Carter. So he, and he's going to be the fourth line center. And okay, so what? Uh, okay, fine. You have a very expensive fourth line center. Oh well. Can Hopefully. you force retirement? Like I'm not saying Tanya Harding type issues but like if somebody took them out the the, the, i i've actually heard that they should come up with a fake injury for him or something like that that's like that's like the the best case scenario because then the team would save money and all that stuff you know he gets uh yeah um yeast infection or um uh i don't know i don't i don't know i don't know what what other what other problems there are out there but um that's but but if, if Chris Latang can play through strokes, like this dude can't, yeah. you know, I, I honestly don't absolutely hate Carter. I will state this. I think he's way overpaid. I think he, he fourth line, expensive, expensive fourth line. But maybe if you get somebody good on his side, he could, he, he did really well in the beginning. Hey, but right. you know, they all did. Right. I just, uh, I do hate the contract. I do not really like him but i would deal with him seeing as though we can't ever get rid of him yeah um so another group is is restricted free agents and that's ryan paling and drew o'connor and i think they should bring him back if they're cheap they're actually they're they're actually a rare thing on the team young players yeah Um, and o'connor was do like i liked him i liked what he's done and what he's shown so far and down down um in the minors Okay, so here's here's the the uh, another group. These are unrestricted free agents. Jason Zucker, Zucker, he's making five and a half million. Heinen is making a million. Archibald is making nine hundred thousand. Brian Dumoulin, four point one million. Dmitry Kulikov, one point one million. Tristan Jari, three point five million, and Nick Benino, one million. All right. So let's go one by one. You think Jason's do do should they bring back Jason Zucker or should they or or just let him go? 
I honestly, if they can listen, if anybody can wrap, uh, do some magical waving of the hands to get around cap space, it's Dubas. He knows how to work that cap. And even if somebody like Jeff Carter has to be injured for the whole year, um, I would keep, I would keep Zucker. He's, he was making such a case for himself too this year. I think he played with heart and soul. He was, he was one of the few players that played with heart and soul and he was awesome and he had an awesome year, but Mm -hmm. they've had him, they've had him for like three or four years. And the only year that he showed up healthy was this past year. Every other year he he was basically hurt the whole time. Didn't he get hurt this year too, though, for like three weeks, a little bit, a little bit. I I don't know how much more he was. How much was he? five he's he's making five and a half million and like he had a really good year so he's probably going to make at least that uh, oh absolutely and he's not gonna but i don't i don't know how much more you can finagle with him honestly i just i i I think he did for what he did he's worth the five five point five maybe six but we're taking and that's one year i wouldn't go farther than one year oh no if you're signing him you got to sign him to like 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 four five six years some some crazy mm-hmm. thing like that mm-hmm. so we'll see that's a, that's a decision uh dubas has um heinen can go to hell i don't know who cares yes, uh, archibald sure. go get out of here brian dumalin you can't bring pass. him back he's pass. yeah pass Kevin. I no, don't, okay I... and that saves 4.1 million mm, yeah so good so we can give uh, jari some more money well, there you go. Okay, so Kulikov, 1.1 million, screw him. Jari, that's the big question. What do you do with goaltender? Do you keep Jari? Do you get rid of him? Do you, I, I, I know you love him. I Why do. do you love him? You know, I honestly saw so much potential in him when he was in Wilkes-Barre. I saw potential when he was even up there. And, and like I say, I keep referencing the beginning of the season, but you saw, you saw him almost have a shutout. Thanks to Pio Joseph. It was, it was ruined in the last few minutes of the game in October against the Kings. He looked good. I still feel like something happened. I don't know if it was mental. I don't know if it was physical. He was playing an awesome game and then something snapped. Now DeSmith did back up. DeSmith did play some good, good hockey, but honestly, five, six good games versus however many he's played in the past that were absolute garbage. I would get rid of DeSmith if possible. I would bring in somebody. If, if Jari has to be a backup, that's an expensive backup. I could still handle it because I still think that he could come in and do well. I would actually keep him as the starter if you can see how he does in the first you know, let's look at him. He comes back, you know, training camp and stuff. He looks good. He plays exhibitions. He looks good. I have no problem riding that horse. No problem with him. I think though, it wouldn't hurt to get maybe a cheap veteran backup that could still step in. Maybe somebody who could still handle, let's say at best half of the workload on a worst case scenario. I don't something happened. You're you're right. Something happened with Jari and he, 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 what there was some injury. There was some injury. I think it happened at the, um, well, he was, he was basically hurt all year. So basically it was, you know, it started, but then at the, um, the winter classic against Boston, something 
something happened. Like, some some yeah. lower body thing happened, and he was basically crap the rest of the year. And mm-hmm. he tried to play through it. Okay, fine. But I, I okay, if I, if you want to bring him back, fine. But but I agree, not the Smith. And the Smith isn't Smith. okay. The Smith isn't okay backup if you have like if you if you play him like a twenty flurry. games a year or something like that. Like like once a week, once a month, mm-hmm. once a yeah, once a week. He's 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 your... whenever you have back to back games, right? Yeah, like, you, yeah. you know. But but you yeah yeah I don't know if you could trust Jari to stay healthy. That's a thing. So yeah, bring in another backup. And the thing is, apparently apparently about um about. Dubas and and anybody that that likes analytics is they don't give a crap about the goaltender. The goaltender is not that important. They would rather have just some cheap dude in there. Okay, fine, bring some cheap dude in there, but not not the Smith. Yeah, I would get rid of the Smith and and keep Jar Jar. You could probably get cheap because he had such a lousy year. Bring in another solid veteran backup. Just and even if they play fifty fifty or something like that, I'm fine with that. The the thing is, is I would feel comfortable with the Smith being there. If he was a consistent backup, I understand we all lose games. That's fine. But he would be, what was that? Five games in a row. He was rocking it. And then all of a sudden it was boom, 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 just downhill. The fact that I just had this bad feeling that Jari did play hurt. And I, that was a terrible move on him, on the, on Sully, on anybody who allowed that to happen. But you know what it was? He was a last ditch effort because they knew they couldn't count on DeSmith. There is no way um, DeSmith yeah. was going to carry you anywhere. Yeah, and the I agree. best go- case is, is your best goalie at maybe 50% good. Maybe we can maybe sneak in. There should have been a, a dealing. We should have got a new goalie at the, the deadline. Thank you. Nothing Thank you. happened. Thank you. Yeah. But like, let's yeah. hope that Dubas doesn't bring Matt Murray back. <laughs> maybe, maybe that would be a good idea. I don't think Matt Murray would want to come back here. <laughs> no, that Pittsburgh is not a, a good place for mental health. <laughs> I, have a, I have a Matt Murray bobblehead somewhere. Um, well, we could get uh, uh, Hedberg back. Maybe he's not doing it. Hedberg. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's, he's available. He's coaching, yeah. I think somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, bring bring back Tom Brasso. He's a coach somewhere or something like that. Um, so okay, so so yeah, that's that's a big question. Okay, then there are the players that do not have no trade clauses that you could possibly trade. Um, Granlin's making five million. God, Mark- can we buy him out? Okay, that's a good question. That's the big thing. You know, I wanted to be excited for that, and I feel it felt flat. I would give him a little more time. I would, I would, I would start the season with him. See how it shakes out. 5 million. He ain't worth two in my eyes. Not after what I saw. Yeah. Not that I'm not that I'm an expert, you know, but I just. No, I mean, he's, he's exactly what they don't need. They need either youth or speed or size or toughness. And he was none of of those things. I don't think you can go size size at a at a cost of speed in this game or even toughness i think is is although i liked older older hockey it's being phased out you have to be fast i don't care if you're 36 if you can make it down there like sergey fedorov could you know it's just 
everybody's fast. Look how fast they ran. Anybody who was a fast team ran over this one just with quickness alone. That's a thing that they, they, they still think it's 2016 and that they're faster than everybody else. And that's not the case. You have to actually get, you actually have to have to be faster. And they, they should know that when they play New Jersey, it was embarrassing because New Jersey skated circles around them. It was oh, pathetic when they played um Carolina or anything. The only teams the Penguins played well against last year were the big slow teams like St. Louis and uh they they played okay against Boston and yeah. you know these big slump these big tough slow LA. teams. Yeah. LA, yeah. But but any fast team they just they just got destroyed and that's they they need to fix that. Look at your defense. Look at that defense. How old is the average defenseman on this team? 30s. I'm pretty sure. I'm pulling it out of my butt. I'm not going to lie. I just look at whoever I can think of and I go, man, I feel like they've been around forever. And well, okay. So you're Joseph is young, but I not too impressed sometimes with him. Your your defensemen basically last year were Latang and Dumoulin, and they're both old. Um, Petrie, Petrie's old. Uh, either Kulikov or Ruta, uh, or, or, or they were old, and then you had Pedersen and Pio Joseph, who were who were pretty young. And and I feel like I've seen Joseph make some terrible mistakes, terrible mistakes. But as he's young, I I'll be like, okay, let's give him an, a little bit more time. I really liked what he did in the minors, and I hope that he would pull out because honestly, he he does have some speed, and he does have thankfully some youth on his side. But man, let Dumo go. The problem is, is um, who did you mention? It has a uh, Petrie who has like a no trade, no movement. I'm stuck here. Too bad clause. I wonder if here's here's an option. You trade Petrie to some team just as a salary dump, and they'll say, well, "Why the heck do we want this schmuck?" And it's like, oh, uh, how about we throw in a draft? How about we throw in a first round draft pick or something like that? Which oh. Dubas has done in the past. He has done in Toronto. So I know. here's everybody calm down with these draft picks. Stop stealing them there, JR. Um, you're looking at someone who would take that on is somebody who needs to hit cap bottom. And who is that? That's like a Arizona. And yeah. To uh, Detroit, I think was pretty low on their cap. They have good cap space. Maybe the Blackhawks. It, it's people who, you know. But is he yeah. going to go there? Right. Doesn't he have need, a no there, trade there are teams. Like- there, there are teams that 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 need to. <laughs> they need they need to hit the, the salary floor or whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And so, that's the well, only way to get rid of him, and he has to agree to it. So. But yeah, yeah that's you're you're not gonna and it's all lower teams he's not gonna want to go there unless it's like hey you want to go to arizona because it's really nice there they got heat <laughs> hey want to go see the grand canyon like yeah what are you what, what are you um grand canyon is beautiful i've never been there i was just saying yeah that's in arizona i did on that trip i did not get yeah you should have gone you should have gone to grand canyon oh, i should have gone yeah. to vegas too but here we are <sighs> they're very close to each other it's a fun, yeah. It's 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 not that far away. Um, okay, so so Granlin, okay, Marcus Pedersen is making four million, and he is one of the few young players on the team, but you could get something for him in a trade. How old is he? He is, I think if you don't have it, I 26 I'm just, that's fine. or something like that. 
But would you get? Would you? Four million now. Yeah, he's good. He's he's twenty seven. Twenty seven. He's gonna want more money. <laughs> well, he they got him under contract for a while. Okay. Um, they have. Oh yeah, they have him. Okay, they have him under contract for this year and next year. He's a okay. he's a free agent in uh, two thousand twenty five. So. Um. We're we got him on. He's already a hit. Okay. If we could get somebody good, yeah, let's get let's get here's 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 the thing. Okay. If they lose Zucker, Heinen, Archibald, Dumoulin, Kulikov, Jari, and Benino, they save like 17 million dollars. Let's say they bring back Jari at like, I don't know, three million Four. or something like that. Isn't he a three now? He's a three and a half now. They so let's say for three and a half. they could probably get him for three or three or I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't he, he definitely doesn't deserve a raise. That's for darn sure. I, I mean, um, OK, so OK, so assuming yeah. that he OK, he's gone or or he stays, um, you're basically you basically have around 15 million in cap space. And here's who you would need. You would need someone to replace Zucker on that second line. Um, you're good with, with Crosby, Gensel, and Rust on that first line. You're good mm-hmm. with Malkin and Raquel on that second line. You would need a left wing to, to replace Zucker. So you need a left wing. Um, you bring back Paling and you bring back uh Nylander, um and and Carter, and those are three of your bottom six. So you need three of your bottom, you need you need three bottom six guys. Oh, O'Connor. O'Connor's back. So you need two mm-hmm. bottom six guys, assuming you get rid of Granland. In Heinen. Um, you gotta you gotta find a defense. Well, I think they have plenty of defensemen. You have you, you gotta you gotta replace Dumoulin and Kulikov. Uh so you can and you still have that Ty Smith down in the minors who mm-hmm. needs a call. Oh yes. So yeah, like it's really not that bad. It's really they don't have much to replace, and they have no. they have some cap space. So, like, it's not as bleak as people think. No, but if you look at the miners and go, you got to go to one of those games. They're looking pretty terrible, too. They're pretty. It's that that Smith, though. Smith is good. You look at Wilkes-Barre, man. I was watching them just it's just sad. They would be winning. Hey, it'd be like the Penguins. They'd be winning like four nothing. And all of a sudden it goes to overtime and they lose in overtime five four. Like, okay, it's this this you know. crap about well, we got to keep all these draft picks because they're gonna. What are these draft picks doing? What have these these number these first round draft picks? What have they done lately? They got Poulin and some other schmuck that hasn't done anything. And there's there's I'm tired of these draft picks. Trade the draft picks for something. I don't I don't want I don't want draft picks. I these are eighteen year old kids. I feel like a big thing is, is, you know, you got a, well, look at our last GM, although I can't pay in everything on him. Um, draft pick wise, you, you, I don't see anybody. I haven't heard anything like coming up in the next few years this year. You know, you had, you had some good people we weren't ever going to get, but it's not like you're like, Hey man, in three years, look at this standout uh, defenseman you know, that's going to happen. I, I just, I just don't want to keep getting rid of first round picks, second, third, 
hey, yeah, we can get rid of him. Or maybe if you're going to bring in someone real good, throw him a first round. But like we got a draft better than we have been though as well. Yeah. You, you look at Getzelman. He was a, he was a draft pick. He was. He's, he's he's still here. And that's that's another problem. And that's a big problem I have is apparently Dubas in that press conference said something like Sullivan has a job forever or, so, or something like that. Like, really? Really? Because I think Sullivan is part of the problem, too. He refused oh, yes. to play anybody young. It was all the old boys network, all the country club, everybody. No, no. Um, Cause there had, there were a few chances to play young players last season and he refused to do it. I'm, I'm, I, I'm tired of him. He has favorites for better or for worse. He has favorites and I'm not, there were times he played people like, uh, that I felt like he shouldn't and he kept giving him chances my issue with him is you have seen over and over that what you did on the ice wasn't working why are you still doing it you're not changing your game you don't go out there and have jersey skating circles around you and go well we just keep up what we're doing we'll be fine right right let's you can't do that hey yeah. why don't you switch up a line or something even if they win you know how to maybe face them the next time or see what worked and what doesn't in the whole grand scheme of things. I just, he doesn't change how they play. And I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's up above telling him you have to make sure you play this, that, or the other. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It, I would, I would have fired him two years ago. I think he's a good coach. But I, 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 but he's he's way overstayed his welcome, and who knows? The, the thing is, is he is a good coach, and he used to be able to fire them up. You've seen him scream at them, and then all of a sudden, they suddenly picked up their play. But somehow, he became like a Tomlin, and everybody doesn't care anymore. They're not out there playing with any sort of fire under their ass. I would have gotten rid of him. You know what? Let's fire him in about. November, December, and then we can win the cup next year because that's what Pittsburgh that's that's to do. that's the, that's what they do. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, Dumas, just tell him he still has a job. We'll fire him come January, and we'll take that last swing up and and take it through. Oh, hey, by what can you hear? Can you train this guy? I mean, he's not totally going to take your job. Can you just show him yeah. around? And <laughs> absolutely, he's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just assistant coach type of thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So. And, I, I think it's going to be a crazy off season. I think it's going to be, and he only has like, like the draft is coming up soon. So he got a lot of, he had a lot of moves to make soon. I did like that. The first question was like, so you hiring a GM? He's like, no, nah, I'm going to do it myself. I'm good. I'll, I'll do it myself. Cause I mean, more money to do it. <laughs> that was the, that was the big thing. Well, one of the big things in Toronto was like, if he needed to, uh, make a decision or something like that. He had to run it by his boss. And then there's like a board of directors and the blah, blah, blah. It's like, but he didn't have a lot of power. And I think that's what he really wanted was, was power. So now he's like, I'll, take, I'll, I'll do everything. I'll, I'll clean I mean, the toilets. I don't care. Look, look what you gave free reign to in the past. And what has happened? JR. Just throwing, throwing draft picks away. You've got, you know, and dumb moves there. Hextel, which 
I still don't blame everything on him, but Hextel made dumb, dumb contract signings that are screwing us to this day. You, you got to rein the GM in a little bit, but I'm not saying you, you take away all his power. He, you gave him the power and you trusted him to find you players to make these deals. Then you have to put your trust behind them. I, I, I thought it was interesting. There was an article in the athletic that basically said this, this, this Fenway sports group, they bought this team, but they didn't know a damn thing about hockey. So they're like, Okay, well, I guess we got to keep these people. I mean, we don't know anything about this now that now that they've seen it for a year. It's like, okay, get 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 this idiot out here. And they got they got their guy. They got the guy they wanted. So that's what's what's exciting. You go, when you get your number one target because that's that's apparently that's what Fenway Sports Group is known for is like getting really good management. So okay, you got your guy, and now we'll see. Yeah, it'll all shake out. I. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see the the stuff that you saw come out of the whole Hextel era. I uh, will call it the two years uh, is just mind blowing. It it almost makes me think that he didn't have control very much because as a former player, you would never trade somebody during a father's trip. You would know better. That stuff. Okay. That- okay. Wait. 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 That was on the players. Here's an idea. Don't schedule the father's trip during the trade deadline. Yes, schedule it after. But even then, it was, they say it's an unwritten rule. And I I can't imagine a former player who played as long as he did wouldn't know that, wouldn't know that there is a father's trip right now and couldn't say, hey, could you wait two more games or two days? Uh, Once this is over, we'll just go ahead and finalize this deal. Yeah, I mean, so so his plan was... Screw Malkin, screw Latang, we're, we're they're gone. Not even going to try to bring him back. And he was told by someone, ownership, whoever, you got to keep him. And I think when that happened, he he basically rage quit and said, "Oh, so I'm not allowed to do what I want? Okay, screw you. I'm I don't I don't give a crap what happens to the, to you people now. Now that whole thing about the the, the dash trip, I'm sure that was not the plan, but he needed to creates he was so bad with the salary cap and they were so up against it that they needed like they gave away Kapanen for nothing and they they still needed space so like like i don't think that was the plan to to like say oh here's your stake and by the way you just got traded i mean that was i'll find out about it on social media but i I don't know if, if maybe there was stuff going on behind it and his was his way of, you know what? I want to get fired, go out with a blaze of glory. So trust me, because I know how that is. And I've done it <laughs> <laughs> not too long ago. <laughs> if they need a GM, they can call me. Um, <laughs> maybe that was it. Maybe it was his inexperience. Maybe it was. You know, everybody's conspiracy theory that it was the Flyers trying to get it back. He's a Flyers secret agent. I love that. I've I've said that many times, by the way. At the end of the day, the just there's so many hiccups along the line that there was no way that they could win. They they weren't getting very far. And it's sad because there was a little bit of glimmer of hope here and there. 
you got to go in here. And honestly, if he wouldn't have signed Malkin and Latang, I'll tell you right now, I probably would have still slept okay at night. I could have been fine with it. If he would have brought in the right people or if he would have kept one of them and not both, if whatever it was, I, I would have been, been okay fine. with that. Because here's fine. the thing. I'm still riding anger from Yager being gone. So yeah, I mean, uh, that worked you're going to get yeah. rid of my favorite. Go ahead and get rid of everyone else's. Um, I, I There is... You can't rely on nostalgia. You cannot hold on because, oh my God, I love this player. Flurry's gone. Yeah. You know, he, people didn't like that. That's fine. But this is this is a business at the end of the day. This is this is and it sucks because you learn to love these people, these players, and you hold on with them and you love them with your entire being. But this at the end of the day, I want Stanley Cups in, in Pittsburgh. I don't care if it has Latang's name on it or not. I don't or Malcolm's final final question a year from now mm-hmm. have they the next season do they make the playoffs do they miss the playoffs do they actually do something in the playoffs what do you think what do you think is going to happen man uh we should probably revisit this in like a couple months um yeah when, when, like- when we actually see what he's done yeah yeah uh, uh yeah C- call me back it like we'll come back in october before the start uh yeah. honestly i feel like we could make the playoffs i feel like if something happens they do a little all they have to do is do a crazy shake up one little weird thing that kind of just shakes them up everyone will start playing better they'll be scared um i think that they could play i think jari comes back healthy i think we would actually be fine even with the smith as a backup if they change the way they play on the, in the ice as well. I, I, but I feel like even if we make the playoffs, I don't think we're going as deep as the Stanley Cup. But right now, I feel like round one, maybe round two. But call, call me in October, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, I think what happened this past season was rock bottom. I think this is the worst that they'll, they'll do. And I think at the very minimum, they'll make the playoffs. And maybe, hey, oh my goodness, maybe they'll actually win, it, win a, a series. But that's about it. I don't think this is rock bottom. I don't, I, I don't, this is, <laughs> oh, no. so I don't, I think this is a last ditch effort to hit from hitting rock bottom, but you have to look at the writing on the wall. Crosby is 36, going to be 37. Uh, Malkin's 37. Cro- uh, Latang is 36, 37. We got them for a few more years. The, yeah, that's perfect. Um, you got to, understand that when they're gone you're looking at there's nobody you might want to call yager to play you might want to call him you back because that's the only way you're going to get butts in the seat oh i don't care about what happens post crosby and all that stuff i don't i don't i don't that is going to be a disaster it's going to be x generation like it was in 2001 it is going to be it is going to be horrific and that's okay i, I don't I, i'm hey i'm old you're not worried about, about that right now yeah i don't i, I don't care you have Crosby for what? How many more years? Three? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Three more years. Technically two, but you know, he's going to come back. Yeah. Here's the thing. Now's the time to start getting young guys under him again, like the Getzels, the the stuff like that, where he gets to train them. That's your best yeah. bet yeah. to have any sort of fight long term. Bring back Sid and the kids. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. This is, this Thank was you. awesome. You were, you were awesome. Uh-huh. And it wasn't the Robo Penguin's fault. Can I just hey, state that once again? The Robo Penguin had Robo- nothing to do with this season. 
Stop. Or the nineties. Stop. No, that was. Don't that hate was on the Robo Penguin. Exactly. That is that is the main thing to learn from this podcast. Do not hate on Robo Penguin. Robo Penguin is awesome. We should get Robo Penguin tattoos. Ooh, I don't have any tattoos, but I should. I I, I might get one. I might. Let's yeah. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> back 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 in the nineties, we also called this constipated pigeon. <laughs> I can see that. I could see a constipated. I have no pigeon. idea why everyone blames it on that. Then. Hey. Robo Penguin, Robo Penguin was awesome, and I don't care. Listen, like, we can't all be Wilkes Bears tux. I love, I love, I love the steroid penguin. It, it it sends a message. It sends a message yeah. that we're willing to do what it takes. Inject, you know, drugs into our body to, to to get um abnormally large. We're gonna we're gonna Barry Bonds this thing. Oh dear, Barry Bonds. Okay. <laughs> all right. Hey, I'll see you. See you. Thanks.